everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. This conference is being recorded. We just bless the name of the Lord that victory is on its way. Amen. That we stand in victory, that we reign in victory. Amen. Oh, God, we thank you. We praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Say, I hear the sound of victory. Hallelujah. I hear the sound of victory, victory in my mind, victory in my heart. And I pray that you hear the sound of victory, victory in your heart and in your mind as well, victory in your finances, victory, amen, in your family. Glory to God. Victory in in your friendship, amen. Victory, amen, in, in your marriage. I pray that you feel victory, amen, that you hear the sound of victory all over in your life, victory in your business. Amen. Glory to God. We just bless the name of the true living God in this place because we hear the sound of victory. Ain't nothing like the sound of victory. Amen. Glory be unto God. A sound that says I win. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. A sound that says I triumph. Glory be unto God. Hallelujah. Do you feel victory in your health? Uh, glory to God in the name of of Jesus. Oh, we just bless the name of the true living God. Victory in, in your ministry. There, your breakthroughs are on the way. Ah, hallelujah. Your breakthroughs are there. Ah, glory to God. I just want to just give a revelation that God gave me. Uh, one day I was just driving. I was on my way to church, and he said, the breakthrough is here. This is a breakthrough album. Um, he said, but you must break so that you can receive the breakthrough. Hallelujah. He said, you must break so that you can receive the breakthrough. And he said, the moment that you break, amen, and see, when you break, you break, you, when, when we break, we bring ourselves in a place of humility. Um, glory to God. And we, we, we bring ourselves in a posture of humility. And he said, and when, when, when you break, going to receive the breakthrough of glory to God. And I just hope somebody just grab that in their spirit on today. Amen. We got to break away from pride and break away from shame and break away from humility. Amen. Break away from people. Amen. Um, to God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Got to break away from hurt. Got to break away from anger. Got to break away from confusion. Got to break away from unforgiveness so that you can receive your breakthrough. Glory to God. I pray somebody grab that this morning. Amen. Glory to God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank God. Oh, my God. I have just had too much fun with God this morning. <laughs> too much fun in his presence. Amen. Ain't nothing like being in the presence of our Lord. And God, I thank you. Father, we just welcome you in on this line with us this morning. Glory to God. And we thank you, Lord God. 
Hallelujah. We welcome you on this line, O oh God, in our hearts and in our minds, O oh God, in our homes, in our cars, in our places of worship, in our businesses, wherever we may be around the world, throughout the nations. God, we exalt your name on high. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Father, you are welcome to have your way, to have full control and have range in this place. Glory be unto God. Mighty people of the Most High God. I just want to welcome each and every last one of you um, to the to the Kingdom International Intercession and Word of Empowerment line. My name is Pastor Deron Shazorn with Divine Order Restoration Ministries. Well, we are restoring the order of God, one life, one body, one nation at a time. How awesome is our Lord, amen, and we, it is an honor to be your host, amen, of this line, and it is a pleasure to have each and every last one of you with us, and we just pray the blessings and the favor of God over your lives in the name of Jesus. We just bless God. It is a place of training our spirits, sharpening our spirits, amen. This is a place of training our spirits to the voice of God, amen, training and sharpening, sharpening our ears to hear his word, to understand his word, amen, so that we will know what when we hear God's voice and when it's not a voice that is not of God. This is a place of training, amen, um, glory to God, for God's people to be able to release and be cultivated in their skills and the gifts and talents that God has given unto them, amen, even as we open up the line, glory to God, be in a place of expectation on today that God will speak to you, amen, so that you can speak in the life of, of his children, amen, a word of empower, a word that of empowerment, amen, um, to God be the glory, thank you, Jesus, as we're sharpening our spirits unto God, God is forever speaking, amen, and to train, the more trained our spirit is to the voice of God and the word of God, amen, the greater, the more we will hear from God, amen. And so that is one of the main reasons why God have this line. And I, you know, honestly, I didn't even know know the fullness of why it all, why he started with us about four years ago, three or four years ago with this line the way he did. Uh, glory to God. And I just really captivated the revelation just a few months ago. Amen. Um, glory to God that we that we are equipping the body on this line. Um, to God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Um, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and go with our, our regular order. We're going to go in a word of we're going to go and worship, and then we will have our prayer. The prophetess is, will be on the line with us. Uh, glory to God, or she should be on the line with us soon to um, to pray. But if not, I'm going to go ahead and lead us in prayer, amen. Then we'll have our word of empowerment um, that will be released um, on the line. Then we'll open up. Amen. We'll have our open discussion. From our open discussion, we'll get our command for today, and then we will close out. Amen. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. We just want to have a little worship over here before we go on the Come on, family. Sing it with me. Oh. Oh, 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 oh,
Oh my God. Yeah. Mm. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. My God. Let me touch you to see if you are real. I, I don't know how many of you out there around the nation who uh, who are dealing with some things. Amen. You have an issue, just like the woman who had the issue of blood. Or you have some issues. Amen. She was just <laughs> bleeding, but you know, we can be bleeding, amen, in, in several different free. ways. We may have several, glory to God, stab wounds, amen, that we're yes. bleeding in. And, and I don't know how many are bleeding out there around the world throughout the nation. And you just need to touch the hem of his garment so that you can be made whole, so that you won't have to deal with that issue anymore. But I'm here to tell you in the name of Jesus, glory to God, if you would just take hold to the hem of the garment, amen. He said, I declare that you will be made whole. He said, believe in his word, trust in his word, amen. And it is so in your life in the name of Jesus. He said, Come in faith, and it shall manifest in your very life instantaneously. You ain't got to wait on it. It ain't going to linger in your life. Amen. If you come by faith, it shall be in the name of Jesus. I don't know out here with some issues on today and just need to feel the touch from the Lord. Amen. But I thank God in the name of Jesus that he is on the throne and he have healing and deliverance for us. Amen. And glory to God. He said, you just need to press in. Press your way through the crowd. Press your way through the mess. Press your way through the stress. Press your way through depression. Oh, my God. Press your way through. In the name of Jesus, press your way through the bickering. Press your way through the anger, the frustration. Press your way through the fears. And God said, I'm going to deliver you on today. I'm going to heal you on today. Whatever your issues may be, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. I'm, my God, my God, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. God, glory to God. We just bless the name of the true living God. Hallelujah. I'm going to turn the line over, amen. Hallelujah to the prophet. You are Hallelujah. I am going to preach. <laughs> you want to roll, baby? You want to roll, baby? We just bless the name of the true living God. God is good. God is absolutely good. Hallelujah. We thank you. He's the only one. He's the only one. Amen. That's the song you will begin to minister to my soul um, this morning. God said release. Amen. You know, normally it's the, we go to worship and we go straight into prayer. Amen. Glory to God. God said, you know, release. Minister to somebody. Amen. Before we go into prayer. Um, glory to God. And I just believe that even as we get ushered even further in, in the presence of the Lord, as the woman of God take us into prayer. Amen. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus, clear the clutter, oh God, from my mind, the pain from my heart. Hallelujah. So that we can receive and be made whole. In the name of Jesus, go ahead, woman of God, and lift us up in prayer. Lift the nations up in prayer. Yeah. Good morning, people of God. Good morning, everyone. I'm Prophetess Rob from Jennings from the Power of Forgiveness Show. This morning, we want to not only thank God. But we want to walk in forgiveness. Everybody says forgiveness. You got to walk in forgiveness. Before you can pray, before you can believe in God or anything, you got to walk in forgiveness. Amen. Today, let's forgive. Let's forgive ourselves. Let's forgive people. 
I spoke about last week, uh, this time in your life, you, got, you have to go back and apologize to people. Amen. Let's walk in the power of forgiveness. Amen. And repentance. Amen. Father, this morning, we thank you this morning. We thank you this morning for your grace. We thank you this morning for your mercy. We thank you this morning for being our father. We thank you this morning for being our healer. We thank you this morning for being our deliverer. We thank you this morning, if it it had not been for you, where would I be? Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for for the blood, the power in the name of Jesus, power in your blood. I thank you, God, for forgiveness. Oh, God, I thank you for loving me, who's unlovable at times. Thank you, God, for forgiving me for my sins, from your possession power. Father, I just pray this morning that you renew our mind. God, touch our hearts. Psalm 51 says to create me a new heart. Chapter 2 once said, what's in your wallet? I said, what's in your heart this morning, God? We just deliver the heart. resentment, bitterness and selfishness. Cleanse the heart, God. Mm. Create them a new heart, God. Oh, Father, deal with our minds, deal with our hearts. Deal with us this morning how we treat people, God. Oh, God, let us repent. Let us forgive. And we cover each up one in the blood of Jesus. Amen. 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 Father, we just thank you. Amen. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, woman of God. Oh, Father, we just want to thank you and praise you and give you the honor and give you, and we just give you the praise and honor, God. And God, this morning, as I decree, just over Pastor D and everyone that listens to me, but also my life, Psalm 35, everybody take out your Bible. We're going to declare it all ourselves this morning, not only for ourselves, for our loved ones, amen. When you pray, only pray for yourself, pray for your others, pray for your leader, pray for people in your life, amen. It says, content, Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Fight against those who fight against my life. Fight against those who fight against my health. Fight against those who fight against my purpose, my destiny. Fight against those who fight against my progress. Fight against those who fight against my family. Fight against those who fight against my ministry. Fight against those who fight against my business. Fight against those who fight against my purpose and destiny and my well-being. Protect, Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight. Come on, God. We need God to fight against those who fight against us. And we seal this prayer. We say each one of us in the blood of Jesus. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Somebody ought to be excited because of glory to God. That was a declaration. God, contend with those things that are contending with me. Fight with those things that is fighting up against me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And, Lord, we we just thank God that he is doing such a thing in our lives. Amen. We thank you, Lord. We thank God that he is contending with the adversary. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. As the adversary is attempting to tempting 
to contend with us. We just bless the name of the true living God in this place. You know, God is absolutely awesome, and you know, He's just He's amazing, and and the things that He have in store for us for those who who would believe that those that would conceive that in which He have declared for our very lives. Um, Amen. And I just, I just thank God. I thank God for your life, Amen. For each and every last one of of your lives, Amen. Wherever you are, throughout the world, throughout the nation, because God have great things in store for you, Amen. That that the the Egyptians that you see before you today, Amen. You are gonna no longer see them in the name of Jesus. Amen. We're declaring and we're decreeing that over your life, Hallelujah. That it is not much longer that you will no longer see them in the name of Jesus. You watch out for the shortcuts. Don't take no shortcuts. Is no shortcuts in the kingdom of God, Amen. There is no shortcuts in the kingdom of God. So don't try to take the easy way out. Don't try to go through the back door of glory to God. You go only down the path that God has laid down for your life, that in which he declared and decreed on it, because that's where your protection lies. Amen. That That is where your enemy will be defeated. That is where your enemy will be, um, will be shattered. That is where you receive the promises of God. That's where the glory of God will manifest in your life. Uh, thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. That's where you will see the salvation of the Lord. That's where you will see the deliverance of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we bless you in this place. Uh, my God, that is where the manifestation manifestation of the plan of God will begin to reveal itself in your life, in the name of Jesus, in your life, in your children's life, in your family life, glory to God, in your business, in your ministry, of uh, glory to God on that in which he has laid down for you, of uh, glory to God, that is a place where your wounds will be healed, that is a place where you'll be protected from being wounded, that is a place where you will find your strength, that is a place where you'll, 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 be, you'll find your health, uh, you'll be restored in your health, of uh, glory to God, that is the place where restoration will come to you, not only in your health, but even in your finances. Now, hallelujah, thank you, Lord, in everything that the enemy has stolen from you. Uh, glory to God, everything that he's destroyed in that place, in that place that God has marked out for your life, you will begin to see it manifest right before your very eyes. Everything that restored, that was destroyed, you begin to see the restoration of it. Amen. amen. And now you're not going to just get what he took. You're going to get it double fold. Amen. You're going to get double for your trouble. Amen. In the in the in the name of Jesus, and we thank God that God is severing the hand of the enemy. Hallelujah! From off of your stuff. Hallelujah! That He got to return it back to you with interest.
every heart and mind come with a spirit of expectation so that God can deliver unto each and every last one of us that in which we need in this very hour, that in which we need individually and corporately. Expect God to speak. This is one thing about the word, and, and something that God has just really given me um, to begin to even train in the word, that in the word of God, I don't care from Genesis to Revelation, um, each one of those chapters, you know, there is a word from the Lord to you, and he'll, it'll speak to you in, 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 in a few ways. One, one way that it will definitely speak to you, it will speak to your current situation. It Amen. will speak to your current situation and, and declare the word of the Lord over that situation in your life. Amen. Um, glory to God. It will release strategies and revelations from God on where you are right now so that God can move you on to the next dimension in the things of him. Amen. The word of God will also speak to your purpose and your calling to you in your life. It will mm-hmm. speak, the word of God will begin to gravitate and it will speak to you according to the calling, the very purpose in which he created you. Amen. It, it will just speak to you that way. Uh, glory to God. I mean, that's why we're all here the same thing, but we'll all get a different message. Why, is our, why would our message be different? And our message could be similar, but they probably will come from a whole different, similar similar concept, but different concept. Different Ideas, different concepts, but from different angles. Amen. It, it, I mean, it could be, I'm sorry, let me say this. Same concept, but come from a different angle. Glory to God. Right. But I may, I may speak from it, um, um, the prophetess may speak from it from a healing perspective. Um, glory to God. And I can come and speak from it from a marketplace, you know, perspective or a healing or a restoration perspective, just depending on our callings and how it, it reaches out, you know, how God has strategically designed us, how our DNA operates, amen, it's, it's the way that um, that the word would minister to us of glory to God, um, you know, thank you, Jesus, and we just we just bless God in there. So expect God to speak to you in one of those two ways. Expect that, and, and, it, and it will manifest. I mean, sometimes I just be overflowed in the, in the word, and I just have like, God, give me just one area to pinpoint, to pinpoint on, amen. One area to pinpoint on, to focus on, so that you know it all it it it, it all can work together. And I'm I'm even working on that to say, okay, I, you hear all of this, but we're gonna focus on one thing for, for right Amen. now. Amen. We'll Amen. go back and we'll write out everything else later for another time, for another teacher, for another <laughs> message. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> I, you know, sometimes I get really low. Um, but we bless God for that. Amen. So um, we thank God in advance that the Holy Spirit will overshadow us and have His way teaching and training us in all truths so that the word of God can become live and active in our day-to-day living so that we can walk in the mere reflection of our Holy Father, the way in which he created us in his image and in his very likeness, amen, so that we can begin to to talk like him in his fullness, walk like him in his fullness, create like him, amen, in the name of Jesus, love like him, glory to God. We just bless the name of the true living God. Today God is going to release in our ear gates um, I believe that we're at Second um, Samuel chapter twenty-one and twenty-two. Amen. Bless the name of the God of the true living God. And um, we're in Second Samuel um, chapter twenty-one and twenty-two. Amen. Um, all to the glory of God. And let every ear hear the spirit of the true living God as the word of God is released in our ear gate. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
Chapter 21 During the reign of David, there was a famine for three successive years, so David sought the face of the Lord. The Lord said, It is on account of Saul and his blood-stained house. It is because he put the Gibeonites to death. The king summoned the Gibeonites and spoke to them. Now the Gibeonites were not a part of Israel, but were survivors of the Amorites. The Israelites had sworn to spare them, but Saul, in his zeal for Israel and Judah, had tried to annihilate them. David asked the Gibeonites, What shall I do for you? How shall I make amends so that you will bless the Lord's inheritance? The Gibeonites answered him, We have no right to demand silver or gold from Saul or his family, nor do we have the right to put anyone in Israel to death. What do you want me to do for you? David asked. They answered the king, As for the man who destroyed us and plotted against us so that we have been decimated and have no place anywhere in Israel, let seven of his male descendants be given to us to be killed and exposed before the Lord at Gibeah of Saul, the Lord's chosen one. So the king said, I will give them to you. The king spared Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, because of the oath before the Lord between David and Jonathan, son of Saul. But the king took Armoni and Mephibosheth, the two sons of Aya's daughter, Rizpah, whom she had borne to Saul, together with the five sons of Saul's daughter, Mereb, whom she had borne to Adriel, son of Barzillai, the Maholathite. He handed them over to the Gibeonites, who killed and exposed them on a hill before the Lord. All seven of them fell together. They were put to death during the first days of the harvest, just as the barley harvest was beginning. Rizpah, daughter of Aya, took sackcloth and spread it out for herself on a rock. From the beginning of the harvest till the rain poured down from the heavens on the bodies, she did not let the birds of the air touch them by day or the wild animals by night. When David was told what Aya's daughter Rizpah, Saul's concubine, had done, he went and took the bones of Saul and his son Jonathan from the citizens of Jabesh Gilead. They had taken them secretly from the public square at Beth Shan, where the Philistines had hung them after they struck Saul down on Gilboa. David brought the bones of Saul and his son Jonathan from there, and the bones of those who had been killed and exposed were gathered up. They buried the bones of Saul and his son Jonathan in the tomb of Saul's father Kish at Zelah in Benjamin, and did everything the king commanded. After that, God answered prayer in behalf of the land. Once again, there was a battle between the Philistines and Israel. David went down with his men to fight against the Philistines, and he became exhausted. And Ishbi Binab, one of the descendants of Repha, whose bronze spearhead weighed 300 shekels and who was armed with a new sword, said he would kill David. But Abijai, son of Zeruiah, came to David's rescue. He struck the Philistine down and killed him. Then David's men swore to him, saying, Never again will you go out with us to battle, so that the lamp of Israel will not be extinguished. In the course of time, there was another battle with the Philistines at Gob. At that time, Sibachai, the Hushethite killed Saph, one of the descendants of Rapha. In another battle with the Philistines at Gob, Elhanan, son of Jeri Oregon, the Bethlehemite, killed Goliath the Gittite, who had a spear with a shaft like a weaver's rod. In still another battle, which took place at Gath, there was a huge man with six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot, twenty-four in all. He also was descended from Rapha. When he taunted Israel, Jonathan, son of Shimea, David's brother, killed him. These four were descendants of Rapha and Gath, and they fell at the hands of David and his men. Chapter 22 
David sang to the Lord the words of this song when the Lord delivered him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. He said, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. He is my stronghold, my refuge and my savior. From violent men you save me. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise and I am saved from my enemies. The waves of death swirled about me. The torrents of destruction overwhelmed me. The cords of the grave coiled around me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called to the Lord. I called out to my God. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came to his ears. The earth trembled and quaked. The foundations of the heavens shook. They trembled because he was angry. Smoke rose from his nostrils. Consuming fire came from his mouth. Burning coals blazed out of it. He parted the heavens and came down. Dark clouds were under his feet. He mounted the cherubim and flew. He soared on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his canopy around him, the dark rain clouds of the sky. Out of the brightness of his presence, bolts of lightning blazed forth. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded. He shot arrows and scattered the enemies, bolts of lightning and routed them. The valleys of the sea were exposed, and the foundations of the earth laid bare at the rebuke of the Lord, at the blast of breath from his nostrils. He reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. The Lord has dealt with me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands, he has rewarded me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord. I have not done evil by turning from my God. All his laws are before me. I have not turned away from his decrees. I have been blameless before him and have kept myself from sin. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to my cleanness in his sight. To the faithful you show yourself faithful. To the blameless you show yourself blameless. To the pure you show yourself pure. But to the crooked you show yourself shrewd. You save the humble, but your eyes are on the haughty to bring them low. You are my lamp, O Lord. The Lord turns my darkness into light. With your help I can advance against a troop. With my God, I can scale a wall. As for God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is flawless. He is a shield for all who take refuge in Him. For who is God besides the Lord? And who is the rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to stand on the heights. He trains my hands for battle. My arms can bend a bow of bronze. You give me your shield of victory. You stoop down to make me great. You broaden the path beneath me so that my ankles do not turn. I pursued my enemies and crushed them. I did not turn back till they were destroyed. I crushed them completely and they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You armed me with strength for battle. You made my adversaries bow at my feet. 
You made my enemies turn their backs in flight, and I destroyed my foes. They cried for help, but there was no one to save them. To the Lord, but he did not answer. I beat them as fine as the dust of the earth. I pounded and trampled them like mud in the streets. You have delivered me from the attacks of my people. You have preserved me as the head of nations. People I did not know are subject to me. And foreigners come cringing to me. As soon as they hear me, they obey me. They all lose heart. They come trembling from their strongholds. The Lord lives. Praise be to my rock. Exalted be God, the rock, my Savior. He is the God who avenges me, who puts the nations under me, who sets me free from my enemies. You exalted me above my foes. From violent men you rescued me. Therefore, I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations. I will sing praises to your name. He gives his king great victories. He shows unfailing kindness to his anointed, to David and his descendants forever. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. I'm, I'm just here just laughing with God. Amen. He is he's just awesome. <laughs> I'm like that. Amen. I, I want to, um, a couple of things was uh, placed in my spirit. Glory to God. But I, I'm going to, I'm going to think, I'm going to um, just release this morning what um, the one that is just, uh, just, just mind blowing, I think would be the most impactful um, for all of us, all of them are impactful, amen, as we know that the word of truth, I mean, the, the word itself has a lot of rich content in it, amen, um, to God be the glory, but we just don't have the time afforded to, to for all of it. Um, glory to God, but and we just thank the name of the true living God. We thank God that as the word was released, that it was deposited on the fertileness of our heart, and that it shall prosper in the way in which He has sent it. Amen. Um, to God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm gonna get us started. And what I begin when the word I released, Amen. And and even in my studies last night, of uh, glory to God, I was reading. And I'm like, okay. Um, I read this morning, okay, and then the word is beginning to release this morning on the line, and then God dropped in my spirit, don't put your destiny in jeopardy. Don't put your destiny in jeopardy by battling in your flesh. Amen. By battling in your flesh. When we come to the word of God in Second Samuel uh, 21, around verse 15, we find that the Philistines that the Philistines went into war again with Israel. And we find out that not only did David fighting men go out, but also David as the king went out to fight as well. Now, we, we discovered in the word that in the midst of fighting, in the midst of the battle, that David grew faint. And when the enemy seen that David had grew faint because he was fighting in his flesh, um, we're going to deal with that in a moment, um, David grew faint, amen, um, and when the enemy seen that, he said, oh, I could kill him, I could kill him, and it could have happened, but however, you know, one of David's, one of David's soldiers seen what was taking place. In battle, and the word declared that he came to his aid, and he struck down the Philistine, and he killed him. And then it said that the men said unto David, "You shall go out no more with us to battle, lest you quench the lamp of Israel." He said, "Lest you quench the lamp of Israel, lest you close out the light, as you, as you, as you um hinder." 
or unless you will hinder your destiny, unless you will not finish the very thing that God has called you to do, you will not complete your destiny. He said, no, you, you can't go back out with us anymore. We got to go out to the battle, but you will stay at rest. You will stay at best, I mean, at, at bay. Sorry, brother. You will stay at bay, amen. You, you will stay in the palace while we go out on the field, amen. And I was just beginning to hear God say, don't, don't put your destiny in jeopardy because you want to go, in, go into a battle and you want to fight with your flesh and instead of fighting in your spirit. Because when we fight in the flesh, we are doomed to be wounded because the war, the, the fight that we are in, is not against flesh and blood. The word declares that for our struggle is not against the flesh and blood, but against rulers and against authorities, against power of darkness of the world, and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. This is not a spiritual, this is not a um, a, a battle in the flesh is a spiritual warfare that's going on, and we get in order to win this war, we gotta fight it in the spirit. Cause the moment we begin to think that we're gonna fight this thing in our flesh, we're gonna become wounded. And if, if you really begin to realize and think about and recognize the times and the moments when you got injured, it was because you was in your flesh and you was not in the spirit. You was in your flesh and you was not in the spirit. Had you been in the spirit, you would have not got wounded. The enemy can only wound us when we come, when we begin to operate in our flesh. So how do I fight? How do how do how do I how do I fight? You know this battle. I mean, nature in out of nature, we'll fight in our flesh because that's all we have known. Amen. That's just all we knew before we became children of God. But once we we got saved and we received salvation, Amen. Um, uh, we had to we had to learn how to fight a different way. We had to learn how to fight a different way, and and to no longer fight in the flesh, but to fight in spirit. The Word of God declares in Second Corinthians ten three and five. It said, "For though we walk in flesh." We do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ Jesus. We war in the spirit, in prayer, and in the word of God. Praying out the word of God, bringing back into remembrance um, God's word unto him, amen. Praying without ceasing, glory to God in his word, living out his word, amen. Um, To God be the glory, living out his word. And then we will see it come to pass. We will begin to see God demolish our enemies. We will begin to see the enemy scattered. We will begin to see the enemy defeated right before our very eyes, and we won't be harmed. You'll begin to see Psalm 91 just manifest in your life like never before. You, you will see it. You, you, when they talk about, hey, you, the, the fear, there won't be no fear. You won't fear the pestilence and everything. All of that will begin to manifest as we walk in the 
spirit of the Lord. We fight in the spirit of spirit of the Lord. Amen. So let us not put our destiny in jeopardy by battling in the flesh and not in the spirit. Amen. Um, glory to God. And and I, I and I just want to release this as well. It was twenty one chapter one, and th- this is gonna be my um. 21, chapter 21, um, and it was the first two, the first two verses that caught my attention. And I just want to say, do you see here that David, um, the land came in a famine, not for something that David had done, but it was a door that Saul opened up before he died. Saul is dead and gone. Saul is dead and gone, and here we find the Israelites having to pay the consequences for that in which Saul had done. He he done he did, and he ain't even having to have to pay the consequences for this particular for this particular thing that he had done. And so it says that David went to inquire of the Lord, Lord, what's going on? Why are we in a famine? We are a blessed people. Somebody goes, God, why am I in a famine? Why am I in a dry place? Why why is this a dry area in my life? What door what door has been opened? Even what 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 door in my that my ancestor may have opened and, and how do I fix it? And it said that God gave him the answer. God gave him the answer and told him what had took place. And David went and got it right. Amen. David went and got it right. Glory to God. It said that David went. I need to go and say, God, reveal unto me. Reveal unto me this place and where I am so that I can be released and loosed from it. Give me the strategy that I that I need to be to move forth, even if it is something that my ancestor door that my ancestor opened. Show me how to close it. What is the door that was open? And show me how to close that door. And when he released it unto you, you have to believe in it, and then you have to act. Then you have to operate in it. You have to believe in it, and then you have to operate in it. Because it's one thing for God to reveal it to you. But once he reveals it to you, you got to believe in it, and then you got to move in it. Because you can have the word and don't move on the word, and nothing will manifest in your life. You'll be still 10 years down the road dealing with the same thing until you operate in it. I mean, when it, when when he give you the strategy and you move in and the door is closed, it's it, it's, it's done, it's finished. It is official. Amen. To God be the glory. I'm going to just now give the line over to the woman of God, amen, the prophetess, and then after uh, she she completes um, the work that God has in her, amen, then we're going to open up the line. Um, prophetess, um, go ahead. Prophetess, make sure that your phone is not muted. I'm sorry. Good morning. God bless everyone. I'm Prophetess Jennings here on Talk Show on the Power Forgiveness Show. Thanking God for the woman of God um, for giving me the opportunity to come this morning. Um, I want, like always, I want to set the foundation on forgiveness, and then I'm going to go for it. Amen. But um, that's the right now word, what you were saying. And um, I just thank God for your word, and it's so true. But I'm, I'm going to, I want us to come prepared every morning 
uh, with our pen, paper, and our Bible. Also come prepared with a giving heart, you know, to bless this ministry financially, with your, your time, your offering, whatever you can do to help the vision, amen. The vision has to go forward, amen. But we need to help the vision as well. Uh, I'm going to start with Ephesians chapter 4, 31 and 32. It's, and I'm reading from the New International Version, Ephesians chapter 4, 31, 32. I just want to lay down the foundation of forgiveness, amen. It says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, falling, slander, along with every form of malice. Verse 32, check this out. It says, be kind. Come on now. That's something a lot of us need to learn to do. Be kind and compassionate. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgiven. That's right. Forgiven each other just as in Christ. God forgave you. And I want to read this scripture because I noticed in the body there's so many selfish people. A lot of us are not mature to have healthy relationships. If you want a healthy relationship, you have to be mindful of the people in your life. Amen? Support goes both ways. Prayer goes both ways. Giving goes both ways. You cannot be, you cannot say you have a healthy relationship and you don't know how to give. There's always something for us to give. Amen? If you want a friend, you got to be a friend. Amen? If you want somebody, if you, how many of you pray, God bless me with a good pastor. God gave us a good pastor right here on this line. But are we good to the pastor? Do we ask the pastor on this line, how may I help you? Do we do we call the pastor and say, Pastor, let me pray for you? Do we say, Pastor, I want to pay my time and offers. I want to just show something. I just want to just give you a thank you. I just want to do something nice for you. But we want a pastor to labor, to be there, to pray, to kill, but we don't want to do nothing. Amen? In relationships, you got to learn that it goes both ways. You cannot be selfish in a relationship. you got to be mindful in people in your If, if you want people to be mindful of you, you got to be mindful of them. Somebody just got that free. Time out for being immature and think you're the only one going through problems. Newsflash, everybody got problems. Just because Pastor D comes on safely every morning at 5.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time doesn't mean she don't have problems because she's not talking about her problems. She's standing on the word of God. She's having faith. She's holding on to God. It doesn't give you the right to keep draining her. A lot of us are not mature to have relationship with people. And then we find ourselves by ourselves because of our selfish way. It's not about you all the time. You gotta be mature. The Bible says iron sharpen iron. That means we supposed to lift each other up. Where I'm weak, you strong, vice right versa. Bible says be your brother keeper. But this day and time, everybody wants to just take, 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 and they never think to do nothing nice. They never think to be.
be there for you. That's not relationship. That's called selfish. That's called usury. If you don't want somebody to use and abuse you, don't do it to others. New flash. If you, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel nice to be used and abused. Don't do it to others. If you don't want people to overlook you, don't do it to others. Amen. Somebody says support goes both ways. Somebody said, I gotta, be, I have to be mature in relationships. Somebody said, I have to be mindful of the people in my life, especially the ones that's good to you. In 2015, when I noticed my people, you good to them. You, the ones you good to, they want to treat you bad. The one, and then, and then the ones that treat them bad, they good too. What is, what, what, what is the dysfunctional behavior going on? You don't treat. The people that's good to you bad, and the ones that treat you bad, treat them good. The devil is a liar. I'm not nobody lying for sucker. So why people just mistreat you and use and abuse you? A lot of us got to mature and grow up and stop thinking it's always about us and think about others. Think about the good people in your life and how you treat them. And I'm, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna do with the scripture and then I'm gonna go for it. It's the Philipp, it's the scripture that the body of Christ needs to hear. It says Philippians two verse fourteen, not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of others. Amen. Philippians two four, catch it. Not looking into your own interest, but each of you in the interest of others. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, read something that I, I post last week because it's a right now message that we have to repent to God how we treat people. And a lot of us need to go back and apologize to people, the people that have been good to us, that we overlook them, we mistreat them. We're not mature to have relationships with people. Amen. You cannot be Selfish in a relationship. And it says, the topic today is, do you treat people like the can on the street? Do you treat people like the can on the street? How many times do we see a can on the street? We walk past it. We step on it. We kick it around. We drive by the can. No one cares enough about the can to pick it up and throw it in the garbage. How many times do we see or we know someone that's grieving, that's sick, that's in a hospital, that's going through a rough time in their life? We have no compassion for their pain. And this, 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 is, enough, this is one that the church always say. We tell them to get over it. How many times have people gone? Some, we know somebody's gone through something, and they just, Expressing their concerns. You know how they feel. We tell them, well, get over it. We reject them. We abandon them. We're too busy to make time for them. We say that's life. We never call them. We never speak life to them. We never hug them. We say, I got my own problem. How many times of us, many of us, we tell people we got our own problem? The same people that God is using to pray, to help us, but we don't care. We're so selfish. It's always about us. 
We're not doing what Philippians chapter 2, verse 4 says, not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of the others. Instead of, instead of us picking up the phone and checking for them, giving them a hug, going to see about them, or just ask them, how may I help you? When the last time we did that, when the last time did each and one of us pick up the phone once a week and just check up on somebody? When the last time you went to check up on somebody? When the last time you gave somebody a hug? When the last time you asked the pastor on this line that's, that's faithful to the vision and make sure she's here on the line and the hard work that anytime we need prayer, anytime we need anything, when the last time we asked Pastor D, I call her Pastor D. How, how may I help you, Pastor D? When the last time we did something like that, we have to really take accountable how we treat people and the good people that God brings us in, in our life. Amen. Galatians chapter 2, verse 2 says, Carry each other burdens. In this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. 1 John chapter 3, 17 says, But if anyone has the world good, and see his brother in need. I'm going to read that one again. First John chapter 3, 17. But if anyone has the world goods and see his brother in need, yet close his heart against him. How many times? Because of unforgiveness, because of bitterness, because of resentment, we see a person. We close our heart. We say, well, nobody was there for me when I was going through it. Or when I remember, somebody comes in and says, I, I well, I went through a lot. I said, that's, that's, if you went through a lot, that's more the reason you should have compassion and understanding for me. Amen. If you've gone through hell, that if nobody was there for you, that's what you, as a mature saint, mature person, can break the cycle and step up and do right by people, even though people that haven't done right by you. Somebody got to take the stand and do right. Amen. And break the cycle of selfishness. Amen. In the body. Amen. It says, First John 3, I'm going to read that one more time. But if anyone has the word good and see his brother in need, yet close his heart against him, how does God love abide in him? You can't say you have the love of God, people of God, in your heart if you don't know how to treat people. Amen? You can't use your past hurt and, and, and pain as an excuse. That's why we have healing. That's why we have deliverance. That's why we have pastor on this line. If you know, if you if you know me, you know what I'm saying. If whatever your situation is, don't use your past as an excuse not to do right by people. Amen. Amen. In this season of my life, it, it, it's been real rough this whole year, and I lost my brother five months ago, and it's been rough. And I don't, I don't hide behind the man for no one. When I'm in pain, whatever I'm going through, I express. I don't believe you keep things and you express yourself. Amen. But God has shown me in this in this season, it, it, it's like been one thing after another. My God, did I ever get a break? You know, but one thing God has shown me in my time of grief, and I thank God I'm going, you know, he's given me the strength to crawl, to, to, to be able to walk. Because, you know, no one knows the pain of losing a loved one and, and going through one thing after another trying to walk in your purpose, trying to walk in your destiny. And it's like it's always an attack. It's not one thing, another. I mean, you know, 
strong people get tired too. Amen. But no, it seems like when you're strong, people have a tendency to overlook you. You don't overlook nobody. I'm not strong. It's God giving me the strength to go for it. I choose not to be depressed. I choose not. It's God. They don't give you the right to use me, abuse me. They don't give you the right to just keep want to pull on me. Amen. You see you know what I'm saying? And God has just opened my eyes about people, amen, in general, in the body, how selfish we are. We just want to take, take, take. But we never think to do not anything nice. It is lift somebody's hand up, you know, like uh, 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 Joshua and Aaron did for Moses, amen. Lift, lift the pastor up, amen. The pastor that's there for you. Lift your family. Lift the good people up that's there for you. You don't just take and take and take. And, 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 and treat the people that you claim you care about like a can on the street. You don't, you know, you know. And one thing I learned about people: they only do to you what you allow them to do to you. You got to train people how to treat. You got to treat people. People how to treat you. If not, they will, if you don't, and you same people, they will complain. Oh, so and so rejected me, and then instead of asking God, you gotta take them to deliverance. Because if you don't deal with that spirit of rejection and hurt, then they turn around and do the same thing to you. If you didn't like somebody reject you and mistreat you, don't do it to me. Don't do it to Pastor D. Get healed. Get delivered. Deal with that and stop living in the past. Stop talking about what somebody did to you. But what are you doing to get healed and get delivered for you to go for it? Amen. Amen. If you didn't like to be done to you, don't do it to nobody else. I know you ain't gonna do it to me. I ain't nobody like to fuck real talk. We're not mindful of what somebody could be going through. So we so wrapped up in ourselves. That's not the will of God. God is love. Jesus Christ was love, not selfishness, not pride. Now not all about us. Not all of, you know. And yesterday you know, I just thank God for today. Yesterday, I came on a spiritual attack where the enemy was, you know, attacked my phone. I just bought me a new phone. I could be able to be more effective in ministry. There's things you need in ministry. Amen. And so um, I bought the phone because it has a merge feature on it. Amen. And so when, when the man of God is calling in the show, I could just merge him in instead of hanging up. I wait till he called me back. Call, I mean, that's all inconvenient. We're supposed to do things, you know, walk in favor. And, and the, the Bible says, the blessing of the Lord make rich. He had no sorrow. Amen. When you're doing the things of God, whatever you're doing, but if he had no, you know, it's no sorrow. It's the spirit's favor. Amen. And so I, I, I switched from Booth to AT&T, and I was so happy with the phone. Oh, my God. I really like the phone. I was thanking God that I was able to, you know, to be free to do you know, to preach the gospel of salvation, to preach the gospel of forgiveness, to preach the gospel of repentance, and God has given me the assignment, it, which is not good. I don't like it at all. To teach grown people how to treat each other. Oh, God, isn't forgiveness enough? I got to teach church people, grown people, how to treat people. Oh, God, give me grace and mercy to follow through this assignment, because this assignment, I don't, I don't, I, I'm just really dealing with the forgiveness part. Now I got to teach grown people how to treat people. Grown people, that's selfish. It's always about them. That's not mature. 
to think they're the only one going through something. Don't care about nobody but themselves. And I was on the track because the 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 AT and T suspended my phone, and I found out they told they told me because I was using the merge system. I said, "Excuse me." The reason why I I, I transferred, I, I got rid of Boost to come to York because I knew what I wanted in the phone. For the first time in my life, I knew what I wanted in the phone. Normally when I buy a phone, I just buy a phone just to have a phone. But this phone, I, I told them I need a merge conference. I need an international because I'm going to the nation. I need a block system because there's some people I need to block. But I told the man what I needed. I told him about the ministry the vision and everything, and this is what I, it's only, that's the only reason why I transfer from Boost to AT&T. If not, I would have stayed with Boost and just found me another phone. And so they told me, they said, Miss Jennings, we cannot, you cannot use your merge. I said, why? I said, that's a part of the phone. That's why I got the I said, that's misrepresentative. You can't tell me one thing. There was no sign in the store that said with the prepaid. I said, God, this is nothing. To, this is an egg or another tax. Egg or another tax I'm going through to trying to do the ministry, trying to move forward. Another tax. And for three hours, they suspended my phone, this, this, you know. And I said, you know, it's a form of discrimination of ministry. I mean, preach the gospel. You know, I'm just, I'm thinking about forgiveness and the salvation Except that somebody got saved, somebody thought about forgiveness, somebody somebody forgave yesterday. I was talking about forgiveness so much, I know somebody got somebody got let let go of that unforgiveness. Amen. And they warned me. They said, Miss Jennings, if you go ahead and use the merch, I'm laughing, but I wasn't laughing. I'm like, oh God. This means I have to go back to Booth or you know, I felt about going back to Booth and I gotta get me another phone with the feature, what I needed to Go for it. I said, God, all I want to do is be obedient and do what you call me to do. Give me the strength. Give me the grace to go for it. Amen. Help me not to take this tax personal. Help me to go for it. Because there's things, the tax will come in your life if you're not careful, like that would say. It will knock you out. Amen. And so while I'm trying to uh, make a way, you know, find a way how to get my phone, and do my show yesterday, there was an individual, uh, this person, she she's been she's been, you know, hurt and abused. But I know about people who've been hurt and abused if they don't allow God to heal them or you you gotta take them to deliverance. Because if you don't take them to deliverance and and, and speak to them about some things, they will do the same thing to you. I know I've been doing this for eight years in ministry. This individual, I just met this person I mean, I've just been nothing but a blessing to this person, give them information to help them, give them a prayer line. Most leaders, they don't give you no prayer line, don't give you nothing. It's just they're all about what they can get from you, you know, sow a seed, everything sow a seed. Then some leaders, all, everything come out their mouth is sow a seed. You could be needing healing, you need deliverance, sow a seed. But because I'm not that so, I mean, yes, I'm, yes, you should bless the man or woman of God, but everything should not be sow a seed. If you need healing, get healing. If you need deliverance, get deliverance. If you're dealing with something, get to the root for you to be set free. But then some ministers is all about sowing the seed. They don't they don't know they don't care about no deliverance. They don't care about no healing. So I'm not like that person. But don't use me 
in, in my time of grief, and I'm trying to go for it, I'm not going to let nobody use me and abuse me. No, I'm not. If you're not mindful, if you're not the one to say, let me pray for you, Sister Rosalind, if you don't do nothing nice, you're not going to stay in my life to use me, abuse me. No, I'm not going to, you know, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Now, she didn't care that I'm going through a task. It doesn't matter how good you are to people. You you know, if you know if somebody's good to you, they're going through something. Be mindful of what they're going through. Pray for them. Do something nice for them. No, not this one. She's not mature enough to have a relationship with, with a person because all she's thinking about is herself. She's not thinking about how the enemy is trying to snatch me out, how the enemy is trying to snatch me out of my life, how the enemy is trying to snatch me from walking in my purpose and destiny. All she's caring about is herself. And life has been like that. We don't know what the pastor goes through, what our family members, good people go through. But all we don't know how the enemy tries to snatch them out. All we care about is the out uh, what we're going through. We don't have enough common sense, and we don't care about them to say, "Let me pray for you. Let me declare Psalm ninety-one over you. Let me pray Psalm thirty-five, or let me just cover you in the blood of Jesus." No, we just want to be by us. When you show me, and when you show others that you don't care about what they're going through, that's disrespectful. That's selfish. That's showing me she's always about to correct me. That's not a relationship. That means you're not qualified to be in my life. All you want to do is take. I'm not letting nobody just take, take, take. You got to learn to come in a relationship and act. And then, you know, the enemy is attacking me. And it's like, you know, it's not, you know, I'm like, you forgot? You got spiritual amnesia? And, and then you went off to say something? I said, God, you know, be with this person, touch the situation, and keep it moving because I don't need a person in my life that is this, that is always about them, and they don't care how the enemy is trying to snatch you up. If you don't fight for your own salvation, your own deliverance, who's going to fight for me? Are you going to fight for me? No, because all you care about is your own need. Or you care about what you could get. That's not a relationship. So men and women of God, this morning, let us repent. Let us forgive. Let us not use and abuse people. Let us cherish people. Let us treat people right while they're alive. Let's do right by people when they're, when they're alive. I'm going to read one more scripture, and I'm going to wrap it up. And, you know, I, I could go in the prayer of praying against a generation of repentance through this book. But this morning, God lay on my heart that we, as people of God, we got to repent, we got to forgive, and we got to stop taking people for granted. We got to stop not want to serve. And We're in a good ministry. We don't want to serve. We don't want to pay a tithe. We don't want to do nothing for the pastor but just come and just take and take. We don't ask the pastor, how may I help you? What can I do for you? We got we to gotta, we gotta, we gotta repent for being selfish on this morning. We got to repent for not being mindful of the people in our life. We got to repent thinking that we're the only one that's going through something. No, we're not. No one is the only one going through something. Everybody is going through something. Amen. And we got to be mindful. We got to be mindful of others. Amen. Because one thing I've learned, one thing I've learned about people 
the same people that try to use and abuse me, that somebody in their life, and a lot of times it be their family, their kids, you try to use and abuse the prophet, you try to use and abuse the good pastor on this line, your own family, your kids, or somebody you love is doing the same thing you're doing to me and you're doing to the pastor. We have to examine our life, examine how we treat people, examine our relationship with people. Galatians 6.10 says, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. We got to learn as people of God how to treat each other. We got to learn to be our brother and sister keeper. We got to learn to be mindful of other people. We got to learn to stand the gap for somebody else. So I leave you with Galatians six ten. Therefore, as we we have the opportunity, everyone on this line has the opportunity to do something right this morning. To to honor our pastors on this morning, Amen. Don't take no one for granted. Treat people right. Amen. Go ahead, Pastor. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Go ahead, Pastor. I'm 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 finished. Glory to God. We just thank God in this place. Thank you for sharing us this morning, woman of God. You embarrassed me a little bit, but all to the glory of God. God is good and he is faithful. Um, we, we thank God for that in which you have went through and that in which he's bringing you through. And that he will continue, amen, to show himself mighty and strong in in your life. Amen. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to open up um, the line here. Amen. Um, glory to God, and I and I pray, you know, that those take what the words that um that God used you to utter this morning, Amen. Um, a, as well as the word that He had me release earlier, the words, because I think God did about three releases on the line this morning. Um, um, to to God be the glory, the words that He released earlier in the broadcast heart and and it began to manifest in the lives of God's people. Um, glory to God. Again, people, don't put your destiny in jeopardy by battling in your flesh. We got to learn how to battle in the spirit so that we can always come out victorious. Amen. I'm going to open up the lines right here. Um, glory to God for prayer for um, any testimonies. I got a testimony that God is faithful uh, this morning. Um, prayer. Um, words of encouragement, anything that God made a place on your heart to release unto his people on today. The line is open. Good morning. This is Destiny. I just wanted to um, thank Prophetess Rosalind for that word. Um, it's just amazing that God would just give me confirmation for different stuff. Because this weekend I was doing some writing. And just even in that, he started revealing to me that I, I, would, I have never been the person that I have thought that I've been. I've always thought that I've been caring, compassion, overextend myself to people abuse me. But really, he started to show me that I'm, I'm really, I really am selfish, that I'm a manipulative person, and I will manipulate people. And then when they would no longer cooperate with my manipulation, then I want to be the victim 
and still used and abused. So just even seeing this and just hearing what you're saying this morning just lets me know that I still have a lot of work to do just from even that those types of situations and then being hurt in situations that I didn't have have a choice over in putting up that guard of me taking care of myself and everybody else can worry about them because I need to protect myself. And that just helped me to just become more of a selfish person and knowing that that has no room in ministry, especially for where God is taking me. I can't be selfish. And every time I have an issue, I can't just shut down and nobody else matters. I need to worry about myself. And it, it just, I'm just thankful for, for that word. And I know that I have a lot more work to do and that I definitely need the Lord's help to be able to pull me out of that because I didn't even realize that that's who I was. I thought I was something totally different. And so I just thank you for bringing that that word forth and confirming that for me and just pray that God helps me to just really help to reveal who who I was and who he intends for me to be and that he clearly shows me the steps of how to get to that person that is compassionate, that is selfless, that does not put my own needs over others so that I can really step into the calling that he has for me because until I even conquer even those small things, I can't go where he needs me to go. So I just, I'm thankful for that word, and I am thankful for this line, having um, the ability to, to wake up in the morning even while I'm in the middle of the chaos getting ready for work in the morning, just being able to to get something planted in my spirit to carry me through the day. So I'm just thankful for all of that. Thank you, uh, Pastor DeRache, your best mentor ever. I love you. I think I try to tell you that as much as possible. <laughs> and I'm just thankful for everybody on the line, Prophet Jesus, everybody. I'm just very thankful, and I'm glad that you guys continue to not just give words that will appease people, that you're going to get a blessing or whatever, but give a word that causes us to look at ourselves, examine ourselves, and want to become better people and become who God intends for us to be and not just giving the, the same old, oh, he's going to open the window. Yes, he is a blessing, a God that will bless us, but we need to become better. So I just thank you all. Amen. Bless you. Bless you, Destiny. Bless you. And yes, you do. I just, I think, I just bless God for your life, and I just bless God for just even being able to connect with you. Amen. To see um, the glory of God um, just begin to to just really manifest and illuminate even the greater in your life. And it is such an honor and a privilege, amen, to to stand with you. Um, Glory to God. And to just watch God just just blossom you into the mighty woman of God that he's he's destined for your life. And so I'm excited about it. I am so excited about it. Amen. And and yes, you do. I I, I appreciate it. I tell you that all the time. You know, you are one of the best mentees. (laughs) Because <laughs> the struggle be real for others. I, I ain't even gonna tell yeah, the story. I, right. The struggle be real with other people. Right, I mean, you know, right. we we we. It, I mean, it's a struggle because you you know there's a fight. They they want it, but they don't want it. And um, you right about God, that. And, and I just love God for your humility. I love God for your humility and that you're you're willing and you're open to taking um you know taking guidance, taking direction, even taking rebuke. Amen. You're open to it. You know, we ain't got to fight about it. 
<laughs> we gotta, you know, I we gotta go back and forth about it and um in and everything and, and humbly, you know, you 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 t- you get what it is that you need and you do it with humility and you do it with grace and you receive it in humility and grace and that's why God is gonna take you very far and very far quickly because you have a hunger and a thirst for righteousness. And you have a hunger and thirst for righteousness. And because you have a hunger and thirst, a thirst for righteousness, you don't, uh, you don't mind the word of God coming and cutting the things that's not of God out of your life. Amen. No matter how much it hurt and no matter how much, how painful it is. Because many of us, we get in and in the word of God, it said it's dark, sharper than a two-edged sword. And it is painful. That word would cut coming in and cut coming out. But it said, well, you know, what do you do? Do You know, some people, you know, God is suffering, uh, severing that flesh and severing the things that, that we don't need in our life, you know, but some people still trying to hold on to it. Amen. And because they want to hold on to it, you know, they're That's stuck right. in a place. They're stuck in a place, and because you're stuck in a place, you, you you don't get to move forward in in the fullness of the promise that God has called you to be, and then you begin to wonder, then people want to wonder why they're stuck. Amen. Because you won't take correction in the word of God. Amen. You, you to take the correction and you remove to move forward in the in the word of God. And you talked about, you know, guess God is going to bless us. But what people fail to realize is that your blessings is, is, is attached to an obedience. He doesn't, you. you know, we can when we wake up, you know, he, he give us life every day so we can get it right and we can give it in order. Okay, that's a giving to everybody. But when you're really looking for the, the true manifestation and a true blessing, when you're looking for the windows of heaven to open up for you, it is attached to your obedience. It's some things Amen. that God says, if you do this, then I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, people are going to say you're going to be the head and, and not the tail. But he said you are only going to do that until you you got to obey the things, the commands mm-hmm. that I've given unto you. Otherwise, you ain't going to get it. And that's why some people get frustrated. They get irritated when they're in this walk and they're in this battle because people are not giving them the full counsel of the word. You want to give me a portion of the word. You want to tell me about the blessings, but you don't want to tell me how to get to the blessings. You don't Amen. want to tell me that. You don't want to tell me the truth that I gotta that I gotta turn I gotta turn my life around and get to to I gotta turn my life around. I gotta stop walking on disobedience. I can't live and saturate myself in sin and expect to get the blessings of God because the word of word is the truth. And it said God cannot dwell among sin. And so when you sin, you separate your, you you separate fellowship from God, and that is the, that's the truth. That is the truth. And so if, if if I am out of the fellowship of God, how do I expect to get the blessings of God? And there's so many people that think they're getting the blessings from God, uh, they better watch where their blessings are coming from.
when the word of God is totally against it. And we got to begin mm-hmm. to speak truth. And we can't, can't be concerned with people. Because when we begin to be concerned with people as leaders, when you begin to be concerned with people and what people going to say, if people going to leave, I don't care. You, I, I, look, if you got to go, if you feel that you don't want to know the truth and you need to leave, okay, bless you. Because you know what? I, you'll be back. Thank you. you. You'll be back. When you get tired, and I, you get sick and tired. Pastor, I ain't going to hell for nobody. If I'm going to go to hell, it's going to be because of my own doing with Robins and not somebody else. <laughs> You'll be back, and and the word of God also declare. I mean, you go in the book of Jeremiah. He said he Mm -hmm. um, he began to prophesy against the prophet who was leading God's people astray because they was lying to God's people. They wasn't telling them the truth. And God began to tell them, you know, I'll tell the prophet, I'm going to kill them because they was leading my people into exile. Go to the book of Ezekiel. When God began to tell us he could prophesy against the pastors because, you know, they're, they're not feeding my sheep. They're so concerned about them own self. So there, there's, there's a, that, you know, there's, there's a fakeness in it all, but you're going to understand the real from the fake until you understand the counsel of the word. And you begin to understand God and how you begin to understand that. I, I get in God's word. I pray with God. I come into intimate relationship with God. And when you begin to do that, the light of God, the word of God becomes inside of you, and you can recognize a counterfeit uh, far away or real close. It doesn't matter. You'll be able to recognize it. Because the light will be on. And that's where we gotta be. But I bless God for your very your your very your very life and what he's doing what he's doing in it. Amen. And and I'm just I'm just looking forward, just um mm, no eyes have seen, no ears have heard. What God has in store for you, um, woman of God, and, and I just bless God forward. I just bless God forward. I just truly bless him forward. Amen. So many people are going to be amazed. I'm excited about it. It's going to shut the mouth of the naysayers. You know, glory to God. We bless God. Amen. That even, you know, your haters are going to have to come and bless you. Amen. You're going to have to come and bless you. And I just bless God for that. Amen. Um, To God be the glory. But, you know, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, um, glory to God. I just always want to get my t- Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just want to um, tell the, the woman of God that your healing started today. You know, because anytime you confess, the Bible says, confess, the Bible tells us confess our sins to one each other and pray. When you confess, I was, you know, I, I, I'm selfish. I'm, I'm, I'm prideful, whatever it is, you know. That's when your healing begins. That's when your deliverance begins. That's when you can walk in, in, in the purpose and the calling of God because you confessed it. Amen? And that's when God can work with you. Amen? So when we thank God for your healing, your deliverance, mm-hmm. and you're walking in your purpose and your destiny because you confess, and it, 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 it helps other people and say, you know, hey, if she was real and she confessed that she was like that and God delivered her, I need to open my mouth and repent and confess and let let me get myself out of the way because God will lead you straight to hell. We thank God for your ministry, that type of thing, and you confess your sin. You understand? The word of God. Let me read the scripture, then I'm going to let go ahead. There's something we got to, you know, go to the word, but you confess. You did what James 5, verse 16 tell us. Amen. And a lot of us don't do that. Amen. There's plenty of time in my life. I think about me. There's plenty of times when I have anger, pride, you name it. I, I, I mean, God, I mean, thank God for deliverance. 
Because since the robber was a hot mess, I was a hot mess. I was nothing nice. But thank God for delivering. Thank God confess. Amen. God confess I'm angry. I pride. I'm frustrated. I'm, I'm tired, God. I confess to God. Thank God. So James five sixteen says, Therefore confess your sins to each other. He didn't say gossip your sins. Talk about each other. He says, Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Come on, somebody just got free. Glory to James God. 5, Thank 16. you. Thank you so much. Go ahead. Glory Mama, to God. God. Thank you. Thank you so much, um, Prophetess, amen, for revealing the word of truth, amen, and what thus says the Lord, um, glory to God. I want to say this, amen, I want to get my testimony, um, glory to God, just want to get my testimony. I'm so excited, you know, God is always uh, moving and he's doing things, um, you know, in our lives. On yesterday, glory to God, we was able to branch out, the ministry was able to branch out. We launched our school of vision. Amen. We we um launched our education, our online educational platform, and our first course is the school of vision. And um, we launched it on yesterday. And I just thank God to just you know seeing His word just manifesting, you know, in our lives, and um, I'm excited even for the different trainings that's going to come forth out out of um, out of the, the the educational platform. Our educational platform it is it is the Kingdom Strategies University, Amen. That division, the ed- oh my God, that division was birthed out yesterday. Um, it is something about being pregnant with the Word of God. And then giving birth to it that, uh, oh, my God, you know, sometimes you, <laughs> when you're pregnant, you know, for the women on the line, you'll understand, you know, when you're pregnant, you go through all type of, you know, morning sickness. And uh, for those who have experienced that, everybody don't get to experience that, you know, you go through morning sickness, you go through um different emotional different emotions you know you get you go through pain you know and all pain is not in labor some pain you get before you you know get to labor um amen you you, you know your your body has to adjust <laughs> To the to the baby, amen. To the growing of 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 the baby that's inside of you, and I'm just telling you, God is just absolutely amazing. And I know, and I just give Him praise. I give Him all the praise. I give Him all the honor, amen. In the very word that He has declared, and again, you know, just being able to continue to walk in as I continue to as we continue to move in the things of God, just seeing Him, you know, piece by piece, just bringing it to pass. To bringing it to pass, um, people of God, and and just know, Amen. God is not finished. I'm excited. I'm just giving, you know, my testimony with this um this morning to just encourage somebody, Amen, who is pregnant with amen. an idea, pregnant with a vision, who is amen. pregnant with a purpose of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, that that you're gonna give baby, you're gonna give birth to that baby. I know that you may feel like you're struggling. You may, you know, you may feel like you're struggling. Sometimes you may feel depressed about it because you've seen the vision and it yet have not came to pass. But we're just declaring on your life that it is so that you will continue to press toward you, continue to carry that baby. You will continue to nurture that baby. A glory to God and your vision shall manifest. Uh, 
hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. And let me tell you why it got it. Not that it's not only that the baby that you're carrying is going to birth, but I'm going to tell you why it's going to birth. It's going to, it's, it, it got to come forth and it got to be birthed through you. Um, glory to God, because the mere fact that because the vision that God has given inside of you, it is going to release and unlock and interpret somebody else's vision so that they can, they can move forth in the very calling and the purpose that God has declared for their lives. Amen. Amen. If if your vision, if you don't birth that vision, hallelujah, if you don't walk it out, if you don't stick right in, even in the, in the pain, in the stretching, in the, yes. in the growing and everything, on, you're going to hinder somebody else's vision. You're going to hinder somebody else's vision. Um, um, Joseph had to have a dream, a vision of his destiny, glory to God, so that he can be in place and in position to interpret Pharaoh's dream mm. so that Pharaoh family, Pharaoh family in all of Egypt and all that was in the land and the territory could live and not die. Mm. Jesus. From Pharaoh's dream, because Pharaoh had a, a vision, a dream, God was interpreting the future for mm-hmm. Pharaoh and the land. And it was a couple of, it was some set of instructions that had to take place so that they could live and not die so that his future can be secured. And had not Joseph had a dream that led him through a series of events that was very painful, very emotional. I mean, he was in prison. He was, I mean, he was a slave. He was in prison. He had some trouble in time. But God, but God, he was able to go from the prison to the palace and be positioned in the very dream that he had. When he stood before his brothers and his parents and said that people are going to, the sun and the moon and the stars are going to be bowing down before me. And even when he said it, they interpreted the dream. You saying we're going to bow down before you? That just let that, um, him know that you are a ruler. You're going to rule over some things. Amen. You, you, you're going to rule. You're going to be in a position of power. And that's how he made his way. Um Joe, I mean, Pharaoh had to have a dream that he could not interpret about his future. Mm. That positioned Joseph to be in that powerful position, that position of leadership that he dreamed about about over 20 years ago. So the very dream, the very vision, the very purpose that God has inside of you, continue to move forth in it, amen. Mm. Continue to move forth in it. It shall manifest in the name of Jesus so that other people's dreams can be interpreted and unlocked so that they can be unleashed into their destinies as well. Amen. Glory to God. And that is all, that is the whole nutshell of why that school of vision, that course, school of vision, that's the whole purpose. Amen. To unlock visions that's inside the other people. For those who are walking in their vision, who found themselves in places where there is a place of stagnation and it's more to the vision, but they need to figure out, they need the interpretation on how to walk further in the vision that God has given unto them. And we just, and we're coming and it's just, and God has just begun to lay lay out strategic plans on how it pours to manifest in our lives. Amen. Um, So God be glory. I just wanted to give that testimony because I'm excited. Amen. I am very excited. 
excited. It's been a long time. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. Um, glory to God, and we just bless God that it's in this season and in this hour. And yes, there've been some fights. There's been some fighting. There's been some struggles. Glory to God. There still is some fighting. There still is some struggle because that that the enemy don't. That's something that the enemy don't want to see because he gonna understand what the type of power that's gonna be released. Under that, amen, in the lives of God's people as they're moving further and ushered even farther in their glory, amen, being midwife into destiny. I'm excited. Amen. Congratulations. Blessings. Thank you, woman. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We just bless God for that, amen. Um, Glory to God. Um, The line is open, amen, for any... um, any further, anybody else have any testimonies or anything that God may want to, re- that God may release to you, amen, on the line this morning. Um, glory to God. I just want to put that out there. I also want to, uh, um, glory to God, so the line is open. Before we close out. Good morning. Hey, good morning. <laughs> Look, I just need everybody to pray and ask God to show my husband, who he is, I paid my tithes, and he, of course, you know, don't believe in paying tithes. So now I just need God to prove who he is to show him. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father God, we thank you, O oh God, for just showing yourself strong and mighty in the woman of God's life. Showing, oh God, um, yourself, oh God, to be who a promise keeper, being who it is, oh God, just who you are, the God of provision, the the I am, I am anything that we can ever ask for, anything that we can we could ever need. The woman of God stepped out on faith, stepped out on faith, and did what you command us to do. Amen. She did not rob you, God. And because, oh God, she did not rob you, oh God. Hallelujah. Your word says that you're going to open up heaven because she did not rob you and pour out a blessing that she don't have room enough to receive. And glory of God, because she did it on faith, by faith, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that you will do it in her life, that even the 90% that is there, oh God, that you, oh God, will stretch it way beyond um, anything that it could have ever achieved to do with the 100%, because you are that type of God. You take our little and you multiply it to much. And that even, oh God, in the name of Jesus, because she sold it in faith, oh God, in the name of Jesus, we ask, oh God, that even through this, that you will show her husband, you will open up his eyes to show him, oh God, that who it is that you are, that you are the true living God, that you are God of promise, and that you are God that stands on your very word, and you shall bring it unto pass. Oh God, I ask that even in the special way, oh God, that not only, oh God, you show yourself strong and mighty and truthful, oh God, I ask, oh God, that there will even be an overflow. An overflow, oh God, that he will begin to think and ponder that it don't add up, that it don't measure up, and that he will begin to, to, to go back and begin to think what happened, and that he will begin to see the blessing. 
that was unleashed in their lives because of his wife's faithfulness to do exactly what your word declares. And even as he began to ponder, and you began to give him the revelation on what took place, that his eyes will begin to open to whom it is that you are in your fullness, so that he will in turn understand who is the son of a king, that he is a, a royal priest. Amen. That he is a royal priest and no good thing will be um, will be hidden from him. That he'll lack nothing as long as he walk into his priesthood. And even begin, oh God, to give him the understanding and the revelation, oh God. Or how to even begin to walk in the priesthood, oh God. And how that they will begin, oh God, to walk in it together as one. One accord. One mind. One spirit. One faith. On the one Lord in the name of Jesus. One baptism in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So that the two really becomes one. And they begin to manifest and walk in the fullness of your power and your glory. That the power couple within will begin to emerge. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Will begin to emerge so that ministry can begin to explode in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen, 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 and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. We bless God for you, woman of God, and um, your husband, your marriage, what God, God is going to do in it. Amen. Hallelujah. Even when when you guys are, 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 are released, Glory to God under power of God to begin to, um, to to talk to those who are married. Amen. We just we just bless God um, for that. Amen. Um, we we thank God for that. We thank God for that. Glory Amen. To God. Amen. Bless you, woman of God. Bless you, woman of God. Hallelujah. Um, the line is still open, people of God. Before we shut down the line. Um, amen. Okay, due to the silence, we're going to say that all hearts and minds are clear. Amen. Um, I'm just going to release one thing tomorrow. Tomorrow, I think it's in the 8 p.m. hour, um, I'll be ministering um, on the Nigeria um, conference line, but we're going to also have this one open. We're going to bridge the gap. Amen. So that that um, not only would the people, um, not only would those in Africa be blessed, but also those in the U.S., those in the United Kingdom, those in Australia, amen, those in Antarctica, those that are over in Europe, that um, that, that all can be blessed, those that's in South America, glory to God, so that the world can be blessed um, tomorrow evening. We're going to be going forth with the word on open doors, amen. And um, my God, God has just really been downloading some things in me so those who can get on the line at 8 p.m eastern standard time and you can just check your time zone for it i know that it's going to be 1 a.m in the morning for um those over in africa that's under the nigeria time frame you just have to check your your pacific time zone and um and parallel parallel 
tarot it um, with um, with the 8 p.m. hour Eastern Standard Time, Amen. And then that will be your appointed time, your appointed hour um, to be to be with us. And we just bless God for that. It's a very a very powerful word on open doors. And um, I'm just telling you, God is amazing. God is amazing, and God is really getting ready to um, to really bless us. Amen. Um, to God be the glory. Um, thank you, Jesus. With that being said, people of God, we're gonna go ahead and um, and command our day. Amen. We're gonna go ahead and command our day. Day. I command by today is just live by faith and not by sight. Don't be consumed by that in which you see. Be empowered by that in which you believe. When you are empowered by that in which you believe, you can, um, that in which you see have no control over you. Amen. That in which you see, you will begin to command it, and it will begin to flee. The storms come, you will command it, and it will begin to flee because you know that it is not a part of your destiny. Even when the mountain arises, you will begin to speak to it and tell it to move, and you will begin to see it move right before your very eyes because you believe in a thing which God has declared upon your life. you got to begin to be a people that speak in faith. Amen. Speak in faith, not just hear faith, not just say that I'm that I have faith, but speak in faith, live in faith, walk in faith. Amen. And if you do that is just simply believe what does have said the Lord about your life. Believe what God has declared between Genesis and Revelation and it is yours. Um glory to God. With that being said, people of God, go with the love, the joy, the peace, the favor, and the anointing of our most holy Savior, who is none other than Jesus the Christ. And it is in his most holy and majestic name that we've convened in intercession and we have been empowered. Amen, amen, and amen. To God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Goodbye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.